Hey everyone, I'm Jesse Sparks, host of the new podcast, The One Recipe, from the team behind The Splendid Table. This pod is all about that one recipe that you lean on. The one you share with friends, the one you make when you need a little love, and the one you know will work every single time. Every week, I talk with chefs and gifted cooks from all over the world about their one and the story behind it. We're here to help you build your kitchen library one dish at a time. Follow The One Recipe wherever you get your podcasts. The world is a dumpster fire. I'm Amy. And I'm Grace. And we want to fucking help. We're comedy writers in Los Angeles, and as a reflex to the madness on the news, we're keeping it positive but opinionated. We talk about cultural moments we love. Talk to people we adore. Crushes we have. And self-care we stand. During these trying times, we all need a show that focuses on joy. This is The Antidote. Pew, 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 pew. Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back. I'm a little crazy today. We finished shooting last night at 1 a.m. And here I am in the morning. And I feel good. I'm so happy to see my friend. Hi, Amy. Yay, hi. And also, congratulations to my friend for finishing her shoot. Like, literally, I feel like you've lived in New York for nine years. I know. I do, too. I feel like it's been 20,000 years. I was young when I left. I'm old now. (laughs) But at the end of it, you have a beautiful, magnificent, funny, and hilarious show to show the world. And hopefully, we will be seeing it soon. Yeah, one that my wonderful friend Amy directed two episodes of. So, uh, So, you know... Stay tuned for the Amy and Grace collabo with Michelle Buteau and other wonderful people. Yes, that's right. Girl. Girl! Did you hear about this Good Morning America thing? Uh, The Good Morning America scandal is all over my timeline. My thing about the Twitter feed this past week Mm -hmm. is that I had to come in contact with two people who I did not know who they were. And now I know everything about them. And I'm talking about TJ Holmes yeah. and Amy Robach. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who are y'all? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea who they were either. I mean, the TJ Holmes guy looked a little bit more familiar to me, but I was like, oh, I've maybe seen that face before. But that woman, she she looks like a copy of so many other women that I see it on TV. This scandal is so crazy to me because both of them are married in other relationships. TJ Holmes, a man I didn't know existed, nope. posted like a, a tribute to his wife, Nan, a year ago, yeah. like less than a year ago, posted a tribute to his wife about how I tried to make her leave and she won't leave because she's got a black superwoman energy <laughs> or whatever the fuck. And then literally he's out here touching a white woman's ass. And I'm like, <laughs> I have to say, Grace, so that I, there's this woman on Twitter. I don't know her personally, but her handle is Baddie Mamzelle. That's B-A-T-T-Y-M-A-M-Z-E-L-L-E. And she has like just a little mini thread called Men Will Embarrass You. And this week's Men Will Embarrass You is this man, TJ Holmes, giving this tribute to his fucking wife. And I gotta say, lady, I don't know you, but it's time to leave. You gotta go. Do you need me to show up? Need me to get to the window, just lift it up, help you down. You can Rapunzel throw out your hair and I'll just drag you right out. I'm like, I don't know how we're no. going to make you leave, but you got to go, girl. <laughs> it is so embarrassing. And the thing is that they weren't even trying to hide it. They were not being discreet. No. Like, And they know they're on TV. I don't know what they thought that they could just blend in like that. They were just in a bar, on the street, grabbing ass, walking that through... Part. 
walking through the park hand in hand. Like, at least have the respect for your spouses that if y'all fucking, because I, I guess they're both separated, right? I don't know if they were. I mean, that feels like new information. Oh, okay. And it feels like something that was like, yeah, 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 yeah. We were separated. Like, it doesn't, I'm like, were they? <laughs> like, yeah. We'll never know. But even like, you still have a marital contract. At least don't like be out in the open. Go in the hotel room or whatever. You know, don't be... Just out in the open, grabbing booties and stuff, you know? And also grabbing groceries. They were, like, doing, like, daily routine things like they're a couple. When people on TV act too normal, I'm like, y'all, you have faces people recognize. You're in, like, a million or so homes across America every morning. Y'all are on TV. You can't just be out here acting like you're fucking Tam and Pam. Like, you know? Tam and Pam. Like, I don't know. Like, in Milwaukee, who nobody's paying attention to. Like, you literally, I I don't know if I would call them famous, but they are known. They're known. And that's the thing, like... You get the privilege of having millions of dollars and being famous and getting free shit because you are on GMA. So you have to accept what comes with that privilege, which is that people know who you are and you can't cheat out in the open. Yeah, probably any Tom, Dick and Harry or whatever, you could go to one city over and you could be acting like Mm y'all married to each other, but Mm -hmm. uh, y'all can't. Also, the audacity to cheat in the morning. Because that's the other thing. They're good morning America. And then they were out in the open in the morning. And I'm like, ain't you supposed to be at work? (laughs) I was like, how are you even out in the morning doing chores? Um, But anyway, I do think that uh, it reminds me of a conversation we had with Jordan. We had a lot of questions about relationships, about being far. Our guest that's coming up this episode, Jordan Carlos, who did our live show from Brooklyn, New York, which was a part of the New York Comedy Festival on November 12th. We had a few questions about relationships, so stick around to hear that in a new segment we created called The Wellness Shot. And if you're in a relationship now, hug your partner or set them free. But don't be doing this cheesy shit. (laughs) Don't be embarrassing us men or women. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, we wouldn't need the antidote if we didn't have the bummer news. Starting now up top with our bummer news of the week. Our first topic is that athlete and, you know, hottie with a body, Odell Beckham Jr. has been removed from an American Airlines flight recently over quote-unquote, concerns for his health while sleeping with a blanket over his face. Uh Um, Those who don't know, Odell Beckham Jr. is a very well-known wide receiver in the NFL. He catches uh, balls. He's a free agent right now. Yes, he catches balls for a living. Well done. Great news for sports. (laughs) But he's like, a free agent right now. Like, people are trying to court him because, like, you know... He's, he's good at it? Yeah, he's very good okay. at it. It's not just because of his looks. Why am I, like, over here just I don't like, know. Odell Beckham Jr., <laughs> what a hottie. But anyway, I only know about him because, A, a few comedians a few years back said some weird shit about him, and then part B, there used to be a billboard of him in an underwear ad on La Cienega, and I would pass it every time I was going to work, and I was like, <laughs> who's that? So I learned about sports that day. But anyway, Odell Beckham has a tradition of draping a blanket over his face during long flights so he can sleep, according to his attorney. And this time while asleep, the flight returned to the gate and Beckham was asked to leave the flight as he had not buckled his seatbelt at the time due to being asleep. Even after offering to buckle his seatbelt, the flight attendant said it was too late and he had to exit or the entire aircraft would be deplaned. In the airport's report, they claim, quote, he appeared to be coming in and out of consciousness, end quote, and were concerned he was, quote, seriously ill, end quote, leading to the plane returning to the gate. After the aircraft was deplaned, Beckham left the plane without incident because, you know, he a G. But he did tweet, 
that, quote, never in my life have I experienced what just happened to me. I've seen it all. I, this seems weird to me. I don't know. this. I don't know how this happened. Like, he was sleepy. And as somebody with a very sleepy friend named Annie Yobi. She's talking about me, y'all. Uh, she can sleep anywhere. And there have been times where I'm like, wake up, Amy. Wake up. You gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> like, and it's not like, happening. and sometimes it just doesn't happen. Some people sleep hard and it doesn't feel like a flight attendant would have never seen that before. And then once he said he would buckle his seatbelt, like, you're going to have to deplane everybody. He was nice because I'd be like, literally, you woke me up to buckle my seatbelt and I'm doing it. So, like, why can I go on Yeah, black flight? man, he had to be nice. Like, that's the yeah. thing that makes me upset. And that's what it's like. He couldn't be like, what? For too long. It's like, he's a famous Black man and knows it. And he's like, I got to get off this plane. Like, yeah. he can't raise a stink. Yeah, it's weird. I This story, something seems off. I, I And I feel bad because I'm sure that was so embarrassing, you know? And then it becomes a whole yes. new story. And yes, he should have buckled the seatbelt. Yes. But when he offers to buckle it, they should have just let the plane go without incident. Like, what was getting him off the flight? Like, it, it wasn't going to delay it more or less. Like, you could have just let him stay. So, boo, American Airlines, once again. Oh, my God. They're the same airline that fucked up my luggage and wouldn't replace it. So, American Airlines, you're on notice. On notice. But that's not the only bit of bummer news this week. Um, The other thing that I read about is that RSV, you know, that respiratory syncytial virus. I don't even know how to say that middle word. That's why we're abbreviating it. RSV, a virus particularly common amongst children, is on the rise and may be resulting in an antibiotic shortage. So I read that amoxicillin, one of the most common antibiotics for children, is facing a shortage um, because despite RSV being a viral infection, amoxicillin is often prescribed as secondary protection for underlying bacterial infections that arise during having RSV. Mm -hmm. So a doctor in USA Today said, quote, for example, in addition to RSV, a child may also have developed an ear infection or pneumonia, which could be treated with amoxicillin, end quote. In most people, RSV just causes mild cold-like symptoms, but in children, the elderly, and immunocompromised, it can be very severe. Mm. So now that we're back into a flu season, now that we're back into a COVID surge, our ICUs are back to being near at capacity, and we are having a problem with this. So for me, I'm like, the reason this is a bummer to me is like, of all the COVID shortages, we had toilet paper that was out. We had restaurant menus. They digital now. We didn't have hand sanitizer. This one really matters. Like, can we figure out how to get the kids their drugs? I really hope that Congress, useless Congress, uh, tries to step in and do something. I feel you because it reminds me of the baby formula shortage uh, that we talked about a few months back on another episode where it was just kind of like, wait, we really out here just be like, babies, y'all good? Like, we have to, <laughs> they're, they're the future of the country. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they're more important than the rest of us, you know? Uh, yeah, first of all, we already ruined the planet for them. We've already, like, we don't have a good planet sorry, to babies. give them. You know, we, we flooded their schools with, with guns, so they now have to to go to school and be Fear like, oh, will I make it day. home today? So at the very yeah. least, can we just get the babies some antibiotics, whatever they need to do? Because, you know, there's nothing sadder than like a sick baby, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know how science works, but I'm going to be thinking about these babies. Okay. Let's get into this antidote. So this is a segment where we tell you about the culture we consumed and things we did this week that made us feel better about the bummer news. What was your antidote this week, Grace? Broadway, baby! Oh, hello. Yes. 
yes. Okay. Hello, my darling. Hello, my baby. Hello. My honey child. So <laughs> in my previous life, I was a theater actor. So uh, mm-hmm. there is just something uniquely beautiful about going to see live theater. And I just, I, I've been in LA for a while and I'm sure there's great productions in Los Angeles as well as people keep telling me. But when yeah. you've oh. had Broadway, you know, it's really hard to even imagine going to see live theater anywhere else. So um, I lived in New York for a very, very long time. And I actually was supposed to go to Mexico over the Thanksgiving holiday. I don't know what I was thinking, like thinking that I, in the middle of production, would go to Mexico. (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah, I was going to go there uh, for the long weekend. So I decided to cancel that trip. And instead, I decided to go see two Broadway shows because I've been so busy at work that I haven't gotten a chance to see a lot of Broadway. So I saw mm-hmm. Death of a Salesman. Oh, nice. Uh, which is like Black Death of a Salesman, which is like, okay. it should be Black because it's such a Black story. And Wendell Pierce, he was incredible. I love Wendell like, Pierce. You know, there's a little bit of a, a little hiccup in it. And it was so fun because... They were smoking on stage and then the fire alarm went off and they stopped. Oh. And then it was just like, ooh, peek behind the fourth wall. And they're just like, had to get off stage. And then they, it took about 15 minutes to resolve. And then they came back. And, wow. And uh, they started the scene all over again. Oh, no. Like, Fucking pros that they are. But yeah. They started the scene all over. That's great. And then they just weren't smoking the next one. Yeah, yeah. And then, so it was him. Mm-hmm. It was Sharon Clark, who was also incredible, who played his wife. Um, then there's a guy named Chris Davis who played Biff and um, McKinley Belcher as Happy. And I cannot forget Andre DeShields was in it as well, who is just a legend. legend! Yes. And he was the whiz and the whiz. Holy yes, shit, that's what the, the real the shit whiz. is. Oh, I knew I knew that face. It was incredible. And like, I wept because I thought about all the Black men that were alive back then and the lack of opportunity that they had. So it really hit different when you see a Black man going to like this white guy to like beg for a job and mm. that he just couldn't make it work with his family. And I know Arthur Miller wrote it, but it was just, it just really hit when you think about our ancestors and what they'd been through. Come on. And so it was just like such a cathartic weeping. And I was just like, thank you for your sacrifice so that this generation could have what they have. So that was the Friday after Thanksgiving. And then the Mm -hmm. Saturday after Thanksgiving, I saw a show called Six. Oh, my gosh. Tell me about Six. So Six is about... Henry VIII's uh, Six Different Wives. Oh, that's cool. So it's like a concert almost. Mm -hmm. So basically the premise of the show is they're just like, who had it worse? Like of us six uh, women. (laughs) And so... Girl, girl, girl. Y'all all all had it pretty shitty. Yeah, you all had it pretty (laughs) shitty because that guy was not great. So they each get their own song and all of them just had incredible incredible voices, but in different ways. Mm. And they were just singing down. It's coming to LA, just so you know. Six is coming to LA. I mean, I would see it again. It was so fun. And then it was also short. It was like 80 minutes, no intermission. Oh, cute. I like it quick. Yeah, I like it quick. I'm a half hour type bitch. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And they were just so good. Like, you know, you sometimes you gotta go to Broadway to hear real ass voices. You know, like 
Yeah, there are cool. singers like Beyonce, Adele, and like Jasmine Sullivan. You know, we have yes. we have girls that can sing down. Sing down. Yeah, yeah, but, we really do. Broadway is a different type of vocality. Yeah, yeah. It, it, but it's genuinely great to see it and to know that it was live and they were just incredible. So that was my antidote, Broadway baby. Um, so what was your antidote this week, Amy? Um, well, you know, a few weeks back, we had a guest on our show named Ashley Blaine Featherson Jenkins. And I literally have been thinking about the fact that she said you should go on a hot girl walk for weeks. And I love to walk. I love to walk around my neighborhood. I love to take a stroll. I love to take an urban hike. Urban hike means you're walking through the city. Yeah, she doesn't like a regular hike. Um, <laughs> and that's my shit. I don't like a real hike. Grace knows this. I will do a hike. But I won't repeat a hike. <laughs> and so this week, like, I've been traveling so much. I'm so tired. I'm still jet lagged from going to India. And so I decided that I was going to walk every day for exercise. And that fell apart real quick because L.A. said, haha, you thought. And it started raining every morning. <laughs> and so I couldn't walk. But before the day it rained. I went for a hot girl walk. And the reason why this walk was a hot girl walk to me is because I made a point to walk with a smile on my face, which is really silly. (laughs) But I was like, I'm like, really, I've been so stressed. And I was like, the corners of my mouth are hurting. Like there was a day where I was like, what's wrong with the corner of my mouth? And I realized I keep frowning. And I'm like, oh, fuck. A, this is how you get wrinkles. And B, I just think it's stress. It's just like exhaustion and stress and travel and all the things. So... I went on this walk and I was like, I'm going to take this walk and I'm going to smile. And I was listening to this woo-woo book while I was walking and just smiling while I'm on my on my little stroll. And I walked all the way up to my viewpoint. There was like a beautiful view above my neighborhood where you can just see like West LA like spread out before your eyes. And I walked all the way up there and there were some men up there who were like just like chilling like because there's also like a sports area so maybe they're about to play some sports bell (laughs) Um, but at any rate I stopped up there and I was like I I happen to be a hetero female who's attracted to men so I saw these men and they were good looking and I was like here I am with my little smile on my face up here being a hot girl. (laughs) And I was like, I didn't interact with them. I was like, they could be, you know, terrible. So I was like, I'm not going to interact with them. But I at least got to just like be cute and walk past some like athletic men and then continue on my little walk. And I was like, this was a hot girl walk. So I started my day that day feeling so good. And I did the silliest thing. I sent like a video to one of my friends being like, I'm going to walk every day this week. I felt so good. And then the next morning it rained. And I sent a video (laughs) being like, I ain't walking today, bitch. (laughs) How come you didn't send me that video? Who's this bitch just sending videos to That's what I'm saying. Just because I'm gone, just because I'm in New York. See, this is the reason why I got to get back to L.A. All my friends are forgetting me. This <laughs> was on like, set. I'm like, I can't borrow I can, Gracie. My phone still I works can't on set. I on set. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just send her this video of me being like, I love walks. <laughs> I would have like, loved to get that video. I've been up since 3 a.m. <laughs> yes, I would have loved to get that video. It's bright in my day. So you denied me an antidote. See, that's what you did. Yes. Well, if you guys tried any of our antidotes at home, share them with us using the hashtag That's My Antidote or leave us a voicemail at 833-684-3683. Stay tuned. You'll hear more from our live show right after this break. 
our guest today ain't new to this comedy shit. No, he ain't. He is a stand-up comedian and actor who just finished co-starring and writing on the first season of Freeform's Everything's Trash with Phoebe Robinson. Ah, we love he her! co-hosts WNYC's adulting podcast with our friend and queen, Michelle Buteau. Yes. He has also written for HBO's Divorce, written and performed for Comedy Central's The Nightly Show with Larry Wilmore and BT's First Wives Club. Please welcome the amazing Jordan Carlos! Hey! Good knees, good knees. That's what it's all about. And I feel sorry for the people standing in the back. I no, hope you don't have good apologize. Too. All right. How's it going, Brooklyn? How we doing? Yay! I like to, I like to applaud the people that came early over here. Look at this. <laughs> Smug, smug as fuck. So smug, so smug. <laughs> got the good seats, got the good, good hello. Hello. Oh my gosh, it's just so good to be here. Surrounded by this black excellence oh, on stage you. over That's here. Right. I hope That's you're including right. yourself upon that mm, number. Meh. But, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we actually worked with Jordan this week. He's being very humble. He's an amazing actor and so, so funny. And I got to direct him this week. And I got to tell you, I was a tyrant. And he yeah. handled it well. What if I said you were? She was. And she was in one of those like elevated seats, right? Like with a, with a crane. But you were, you came. She in, does like, a, like to beat people. Yeah. I mean. She was in this really like official jumpsuit. You were yeah, in this okay. official ass jumpsuit. It was, was like a director's jumpsuit. I was like, is she directing Apocalypse Now? Like what the fuck? <laughs> that is right. Cool. Was, I need people to know I came to work. You came to work it. But you were great. And I was like... There there was one little small scene. Hey, everybody, welcome. You know, if you don't know anything about Hollywood, this is how it works. <laughs> this is how it works. So, so you have to be, this an actor has works. to be directed, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, to do what they're supposed to do. Um, my dumb ass, I, I didn't get out of the way, right? I was like, <laughs> you're like, Jordan, you say your line, then you walk the fuck off. I'm like, got it. <laughs> then I just stayed in the scene. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can see. Yeah. Um, but that was that was my fault. That was my fault. You know what? It's no one's fault. You're right. It's, it's, it's no Hollywood. Fault. It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood, y'all. Well, I'm you, glad to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. It means so much to us, and yeah. we're both jointly obsessed with you, yeah. as are a lot of people in this audience. So that's yeah. very sweet. Yes. Um, you are the co-host of WNYC's podcast, Adulting, where you provide real-life advice, and the quote reads, with a heaping portion of hilarity topped with a dollop of truth. <laughs> Who wrote that? Yes. I, I mean, I assume it was you. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I did not write that. Okay, well, but, Michelle yeah, you're like, you're like, with, with a scourge of earnestness <laughs> and just a, like a mist, uh, misting of uh, heart. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, as the audience yeah. entered tonight, we asked them to write down some questions that the oh, three Lord. of us will give Real life advice to help solve. I, yeah. I am not an expert. I do love how this guy's arms crossed uh, <laughs> right here in the front row. Nice nonverbal fuck you to start <laughs> this whole thing. And don't blame it. Don't say it's cold. Yeah, yeah, it's no, not, no, my no, no, no. It we read the energy. Yeah, we read I feel the you. This guy has Roman emperor energy. Yeah, right we're going to work harder but to win your love. Don't you worry. What, what is going <laughs> on? Don't you worry. Just relax. <laughs> So, Everybody, so, just open up your butthole. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> release the anus, and let's just answer a couple of questions. <laughs> what do we got? So first up, first up, okay. and if, if you, some people ask these questions and might be out getting a drink, but if you are here and this is your question, just give us a little cheer. This first one is, I was just offered my dream job in L.A., mm -hmm. but my partner doesn't want to leave Brooklyn. Mm. <laughs> Uh-oh. How do you find balance between sacrificing and settling? Leave Ooh. him. Oh, settling! Wow. Settling. Leave 
drop him off in him. If you have your dream job, I don't know how, the, how long you've been going out with this person, but if you have your dream job, you will work it out with that person. Yeah. If uh, relationships are all about like, you know, I've been married for 15 years. Aww. And if you're married for 15, yeah, I know. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Impressive. Wow. Wow. And he's 15. Yeah, he's 15. Yeah. I'm 15 came years old. Out the womb, 15 years, yeah, came out the womb, Mary. Yeah, came out In some cultures, that's what we do. Now, I think what it is all about, what it's all about is like just kind of like figuring out that you want to be in it every yeah. day. And yeah. if you want to be in it every day and not leaving it to chance, Aww. then you will remain in it. If this person like lets you go, not lets you go, go do your thing. Yes. Yeah. And see where do the chips thing. fall, but make sure that you keep a line and a tether to that person and make sure that they're a part of it and make sure that you're honest with yeah. them about what's going on. You're if you like it, if you don't, if you regret it, if not if you want to stay in it, if you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might go out there and figure out that your dream job wasn't all it was cracked up to be, oh, and no. it's time to come back. Oh, no. Yeah. But you know who will be in your corner every step of the way? Brooklyn boy. <laughs> also, you didn't talk about the dick size of the fucking Brooklyn boy. <laughs> that is, that that is something that you do need to know. Because she did say settling, so it makes me think that the D is medium to small. <laughs> is it? Is it schmedium? Is it like a schmedium dick? Sorry, I... um. I mean, my resting advice is I was like, leave him! (laughs) (laughs) Pursue your dreams without him! But I I do think it's like, first of all, you do need to know like how long like they've been together and like how deep you are in. And there are some bitches that are career bitches like myself. And then there are some girls that, you know, prioritize love and relationships and you just have to be honest about which type of girl you are, you know? Yeah, truly. Yeah, Yeah. that's really good advice. I know what kind of girl I am, and um, (laughs) I'd like to hear it. It's like we're gonna. I'm. I'm like, if I can make it happen and split myself in half, I will do it because it's worth it. Yeah. Mm. Because I feel like. um, Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan (laughs) Carter. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You 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 may be remembered on this planet for the things that you do, and 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 make your mark artistically, creatively, in business. But Uh if you have a love. Uh, that that respects you. Oh Hold my on to God. that. Yeah. Did you write from scratch on Netflix? <laughs> because that Jesus. is beautiful. Convict me, Jordan. <laughs> that is beautiful. Wait, I got to move on to the next question. Move on to the next question. Yes. So, question. And again, give a little woo if it's your question. I want to expand my circle and become one of those people who can get dropped into a party and befriend anyone. Ah. But it's not really in my nature. Hashtag introvert. What should I do? <gasps> Ooh. That is a great question. The extroverted introvert. That's me. You, I'm an introvert. You're an introvert? I'm, a, I'm such... People would never guess because I'm like loud and talkative. But when I get, I get home, I power off. Yeah. Like I get home and I just like burp. Right. I, I literally am a secret introvert. I'm such an introvert. When the pandemic, when everything shut down, I was like, this is nice. nice. Yeah. I don't have to go anywhere. I was fine. <laughs> I was like, like, I like it in here. I was just like. If that is your, if that's your jam, you need to host more parties. Yeah. Oh, you never right. oh you're the middle of the party if it's your yeah. party. Be the host or, so you know, smart. better, be the great Gatsby. Have the party. Don't show up. <laughs> <laughs> you will be remembered forever. <laughs> very, very good advice. Yes. Okay, next question. I'm going to do four because these are good. This one I love the most. Give a little woot if it's yours. I need money, but I don't like working. 
get you somebody rich to marry. What? That's it. That's the end of it. <laughs> that's it. I need money, but they, I don't what's like. What's their working. wellness shot? What's the thing that makes them feel better? <laughs> I need money, but I don't like working. Get that some just, rich that sounds like the, the, that's like, all yes. you can do. That sounds like the beginning of a beautiful trap song. <laughs> <laughs> Get some rich, 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 rich. Do you agree with Grace? Just get someone rich? Is I that say, the answer? I would say get someone rich or understand how to manipulate the market. Ah, or be like a fire festival person. Oh, you can yeah. do that. Start a scam. Start like, start a scam. Scam, scam somebody. Scam but scamming is, scam. is work. People it don't talk work. about that. Scamming. That guy who started WeWork, what a scam. But he was working. Yeah. He like had to take meetings and get investors. Yeah. Scamming is work. It Scamming is. is you have to send out like lots of emails about so being a prince emails. or something. Mostly it's just like the laws that keep scammers <laughs> back. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, so it feels like just get a rich boo. I think that might be the answer. If you like money and don't like working, get a rich boo. Yeah, yeah that's get, what you I, can't, I really can't help you there because this face, uh, I gotta work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, what a very no, handsome no. face. Everyone is someone's cup of tea. You just haven't found the rich woman yet. <laughs> you sound like my mom. Like the African proverb, there is a lid for every pot. <laughs> yes, yes. The lion, the lion cares for the antelope. You're like, oh, what? Okay. <laughs> All right. Last question for you guys. Okay. Oh, this, oh. How do you deal with the loneliness that comes with your friends all being in relationships? Ooh. Wow, these are deep. Guys, damn, I love these questions. Damn, damn, I love these. damn. How do you deal with the loneliness that comes from your friends all being in relationships? Good question, great question. Oh, my God. Um, on a long enough timeline, those relationships will end. And... Um, <laughs> Rooting for the failure! <laughs> no. I'm just... I'm. Well, fifty percent of uh, marriages do end in divorce. The other fifty percent end in death. Now, um, <laughs> I think I think this, like you know, those rom coms where it's like somebody tries to stop a wedding, like they're like, I gotta stop this. Wedding. It's like trying to stop a bus with your face. Like, don't do it. Don't stop a marriage. Sounds a marriage will stop by itself. Okay, <laughs> I've seen it happen way too many times. I've seen it happen way too many times. Yes, <laughs> yes. But I feel like this, like like. Do not become discouraged by that. You know, let yeah. your friends live their life. Yeah. They're going, they've, they're out doing what they're doing. You should be doing what you're, like, what you're doing. Do the things that they can't. <gasps> Make them gel gel. Make them jealous. Go to a yeah. fucking, you know, go to a rock climbing thing at like five yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're like, I took a nap in the middle of the day because I don't have kids. Absolutely. <laughs> See everything on Netflix. Yes. Like, yes. when you're in a relationship, you have to like, check with the person. Yeah. <laughs> Can I watch this Can show? Can I watch this show now? White Lotus was supposed to be our show. <laughs> Relish the fact that you're single. It's better out there. Enjoy it. Well, I, I, I would say that I think that... Someone said it's not. <laughs> oh, my it's God. All, it's all in... It, you know what? I feel like it's grass is greener on the other side. It's all about what... You know, it is hard to be single. Of yes. course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. But sharing all, you know, sharing everything. Sharing all the coffee. Yeah. Sharing all the coffee. Mm-hmm. Sharing the toilet. Sharing the toilet. Sharing the goddamn toothpaste. Ew. You know, all that. Ew. This other... <laughs> What's wrong with sharing toothpaste? I thought you said toothpicks. I'm so sorry. 
I was That disgusted. would be fucking nasty. Who has, was who has toothpicks in their house? Disgusting. What in the Tony Sopranos <laughs> happened? <laughs> I just got toothpicks up in the house. No, grass I mean, is always greener, but grass is always greener. But you know what? If you like to, do, if you like you, yeah. and you yeah. enjoy your own company, yeah. As you said, Amy, I enjoy my own company. Mm -hmm. Lord, yeah. when my kids and my wife are out the house, I'm like, I'm single. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like Tom Cruise in that movie, like gang, 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 gang. Oh my god, my hips are so good. All right, so. Um, <laughs> The hips don't lie. The hips don't lie. Exactly. That's a lot. It's a lot of yoga. You want to yeah. talk about your my antidote? My antidote is yoga. My, wow. Yes, that's right. I saw my wife doing it so much. I was like, I want to live a long time too. So, yes. Um, yes. Yes. gotta open, gentlemen. Men I can die tell sooner. your hips are not open, Men sir. Die sooner. <laughs> this guy up. is like open forward up. like this, like that. he's taking a shit. Are you <laughs> right you there? Were, you were totally dragged here, weren't you? <laughs> the, what, who's, oh my whose God. idea was it? It was her idea. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, yes, yes all right. <laughs> but he's like, look, we know our. He's idea. like, if I endure this, maybe there will be sex later. <laughs> there will be. There will be. There will be. Yeah. <laughs> there will be. Guys, guys. This I know. Has been, I know too much. <laughs> this, has been, this has been an amazing yes wellness yes. shot and so advice sorry. session from Jordan Carlos, Thank the you. one, the only, the you legend. You gave me champagne. Yes. yes. Thank you so much, Jordan. Amazing. Goodbye. Bye, Jordan. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening to The Antidote. We hope this injected a little bit of joy into your week. I know it did mine. How about you, Amy? I feel good, girl. We should do this again sometime. Oh, we'll be here next week. And in the meantime, if you'd like to follow us on social, follow me, Grace, at Gracieact. That's G-R-A-C-Y-A-C-T. And follow me, Amy, at Amy Aniobi. That's A-M-Y-A-N-I-O-B-I. And follow the show at The Antidote Pod. That's the with two E's. If you like feeling good about yourself, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Goodbye. And when in doubt, do it live. The Antidote is hosted by us, Amy Aniobi and Grace Edwards. The show's production team includes senior producer Sierra Spragley-Ricks and associate producer Jess Penzetta. Our executive producer is Erica Krauss, and our editor is Erica Janik. Sound mixing by Alex Simpson. Digital production by Miju Sayuni. Talent booking by Marion Ways. Our theme music was composed and produced by TT the Artist and Cosmo the Truth. APM Studio executives in charge are Chandra Kavati, Alex Shaffert, and Joanne Griffith. Concept created by Amy Aniobi and Grace Edwards. Send us your antidotes at antidoteshow.org. And remember to follow us on social media at The Antidote Pod. The Antidote is the protection of American public media. Woot woot! <laughs> <laughs>